What's up, beer drinkers? I am here at the Copper State Beer Fest. Uh, they just opened the doors for the VIP customers, and they're starting to pour in, and the beer is starting to be poured. So there's a, there's a lot of people here so far, a lot of VIPs, but then again, I'm near the end where the entrance is at, and so I get to see like pretty much everybody first. And yeah, everyone's uh, you know nice and orderly right now, so you know as the day goes on I I can only suspect that uh, things aren't gonna be as orderly but I'm sure like last year everyone will behave themselves and everyone will have a good time right now they got me it's kind of like they they didn't have anything planned as far as you know where everyone has to be they just said hey first come first serve come in and we'll put you uh, you know next just go to the end of the line and set up your tent so I'm here between um, plant uh, botanical uh, and crooked tooth brewing plant botanical they look like they are like you know a nationwide brand and then crooked tooth they're out of Tucson they got four beers pouring right now and everyone's got about at least uh, two to three beers some of them have four um, I'm sure there's even more there's so many breweries here there's cideries distilleries got the food trucks behind me um, that's they're more on the uh, all, all the way to the I believe the east fence I don't know I'm kind of a I'm, I'm turning around I'm all the way down here in Mesa Arizona and y'all know I'm from the northwest area of uh, the valley so I'm not sure which one is northeast southwest but anyway uh, nevertheless uh, despite my uh, confused state uh, a lot of people here I saw uh, Paul from Sons of Suds he's like the host he's all the way on the other side of the venue he's gonna be hosting the uh, the event on stage with DJ Jesus and the, uh, the also uh, Julie Escort, the one I bought the uh, the lovely beer pint glass from. I guess it's more like a tulip glass. Um, she's here. She's going to be painting on one side, and on my side, there's another DJ. They're also going to have a band. Uh, this place is lit, and I got some uh, conversations coming up uh, with different beer people in the Arizona craft beer scene. So I'm looking forward to that. Just want to do a little intro, say what's up, uh, give you all the layout. Uh, people are walking by, looking to me like, who the hell's this guy? But actually, has a shout out. Shout out from someone who says he listened to the show. So that was kind of cool. Made me feel good. And also uh, got an interest from another brewery from down in Yuma. Yuma's only brewery. Uh, Prison Hill Brewing. Uh, she came out, gave me her info, and so we're going to set something up for in the future. little beer convo with them, so that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, I'm having a good time seeing some old friends, making some new friends, and that's what beer festivals are all about. So what's up, Will, man? How you been, bro? 
Doing great, Greg. Just uh, was listening to the podcast this morning, getting excited, kind of getting into the state uh, of, of uh, playoff football and, and, and Copper State. <laughs> Copper State and wild card round is now a, a thing, I guess. So. Yeah, it's been a year since you've been on the show, man. Yeah, we really were has. talking about the Raiders beating the Bengals, which obviously didn't happen, and the Eagles being the team to beat next year, which is somewhat true. And yeah. the 49ers, I was saying we're going to bounce back. And through uh, trials and tribulations they did uh, the Bears have the first overall pick I mean there's been a lot of a lot of change in the league since we talked dude I, I gotta say man that field is fun to watch he's exciting he's a, he's like a like I, I, I'm gonna turn on the Bears just to see what he's gonna do uh, this drive you know uh, I, I was always told when I played football if you score more than 28 points it's the defense's fault if you lose so there's a lot of games where he was able to put up really good numbers and do stuff but yeah, that, that Dallas game comes to mind yeah uh, there, there's a couple that come to mind and it's Miami uh, too it's it's those teams that are in the playoffs right now that that were that's the difference between them being in the playoffs and us not having the first pick so yeah. uh, and, and I think Iberflus has done a good job he, he might not be you know like a tactical genius like you know say like a like a Belichick, but he's not screwing the pooch. Every and he and not like Nagy who like said, "Hey, you're gonna do it my way." He's more like, "Hey, what do I have? Let me see if I can do something." He's kind of playing the playing the cards he's dealt, you know. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, you guys don't have talent on the team. That's the only problem. We have 110 million in cap room in the first pick, so I mean, it's like that's that's starting from the bottom. So yeah. it's exciting. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of people that are coming to Chicago, and uh, yeah. I'm just happy we're in the position to trade back and acquire more picks where that's not usually something that we do so I, I mean, you know and that's the play right because there's like five quarterbacks in the draft there's a lot of teams who need a quarterback there's three that are definitely like elite quarterbacks yeah. you know so there's the top three picks are going to have a certain value that maybe last year they didn't have because Kenny Pickett was you know the uh, the first quarterback off the board at around 20 yeah. so oh yeah so to trade down and get like more picks and maybe bolster that line both sides of well, we're, we're, we're in the middle of a bidding war between the Texans and the Colts for who wants to trade up to get either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or Will mm-hmm. Levis, whoever they decide. But uh, we don't need a quarterback. We just want the picks. We want Will Anderson or Jalen Carter or, or someone who's who's going to make a – Maybe wide receiver, yeah. But, like, we're, we're in the position to get multiple first-round picks for that pick, so it gives you a lot more flexibility. So it's it's a good position to be in, and we're excited to be there. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, who do you, any predictions on winning the whole thing, or is it, do you think it's wide open? Um, I bet, it's, a, it's about as wide open as it's ever been. Um, I think that if he said the Eagles and the Chiefs weren't the favorites, he'd be kind of crazy because of how well they've played. Now, Jalen Hurts is kind of in the air, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, I really have a lot of faith in, uh, in Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like yeah. it's... The AFC Championship might be the Bills Chiefs, which I think everyone would really enjoy the hell out of because it's always a really good game. And uh, I just hope that we don't have really good playoffs and then the championship's bad how it was in college, you know. Yeah. Both oh, the college man. games, the, the playoffs were phenomenal, and then the championship was just just kind of out of control. So. Yeah, a lot of people say you think that uh, Alabama and SC should have been in there, but, you know, whatever. You guys had your chance. Yeah, if, if SC can't beat Utah, then uh, we don't really have a lot to talk about. And then they lost to Lane, so I mean, yeah, in the bowl right. game. So, uh, as a Notre Dame fan, uh, I, I'm not too worried about USC right now until they get a defense. Right. But their, their offense is a hell of an offense, I'll tell you that. 
Well, let's talk beer. Yeah, I'm about to switch gears here in uh, Copper State Beer Festival uh, 2. Um, do you uh, think it's uh, run as well, a little bit better? I think this is like... Um, last year, I mean? So, okay, so last year I feel like everyone was really excited about Copper Beer Fest, and it kind of like... They're like the Chargers. They were right on the edge of being in the playoffs. This year, I like them a lot. This is, this is to me, this is the premier beer fest of Arizona. Uh, I really like it. We have a lot of, like, diversity and different breweries here. It's not uh, pigeonholed at all. And uh, with all due respect to everything else, I just feel like this is the most laid back and the most fun beer festival. It's not stressful. There's not a lot of pressure. We just bring our best stuff and... Uh, you know, our, our beer is kind of like a lion. You just let it go, and it, it kind of does all the explaining. You don't really have to explain it that much once people try it. Yeah, and I, I, I like the layout this year a little bit better. It's a little bit more um, spread out, so there's not as many bottlenecks. And I think last year they just had, like, two big pits. That's what they want to call like, Yeah, and it was also kind of muddy, too, I remember. Yeah, like, maybe it was raining the day before or something. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. So this, the weather here, I mean, it looks like a beautiful day in Portland, Oregon. It's over and it's not hot it's not cold it's kind of there's people wearing slippers and wearing uggs walking past me so yeah. it's kind of you know you can wear whatever you want and uh, it kind of goes to show this is kind of one of the better times to be in Arizona as long as we don't get any perspiration or anything I think this is this is going to be a really really good time you know so out of, out of all the beers have you tried many of the beers here or have you been pouring the whole time I've, I've had a, I've been pouring my fair share but I've had a couple really good beers I was super impressed with with uh, uh, Goldwater Brewing had this uh, uh, Czech hockey check or Czech Pilsner, yeah, that was really good. Um, the other one that I thought was pretty good was um, man, I just had it. Twelve West did a, a stout for the Copper State Beer Fest that I thought was pretty good. It was like a marshmallow stout. Um, Vanilla Gorilla brought some beer from Belgium, so I mean, you know, it's kind of unfair, but uh, I, I, I like that. Yeah. And it's cool because there's people here that are representing tap rooms and representing breweries alike, but they're able to bring kind of the cool stuff and really enjoy the like best of beer and like, I guess I'll call this a casual festival because there's as many beer geeks here as probably people who just enjoy just going to festivals. So yeah, because they it, have a lot of food trucks here, a lot. Very. Uh, I, I was impressed with the spread. They got beignets, they got a bento box, they got barbecue, pizza, like wood, yeah, wood fired pizza. Pretty right much now. anything you could think of. So I think every year it's gotten better. And I just, I mean, I don't want to look too far ahead, but I feel like next year might even be more fun. But yeah. this one. It's, it, this is one of those festivals. I mean, we talked about it the first time where, you know, Rookie Festival, how they do, we're like, we're pretty impressed. You know, there's a couple little things, but now this year it seems like they tightened it up even more. Uh, I love it. I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Ad Astra and Catalyst Crafted Ales are going to be like a staple at this uh, festival as, as long as I'm involved. Well, let's talk about Catalyst, man. I mean, it, it's your new venture Tempe or Mesa? Tempe. So Tempe, it's okay. uh, Broadway and McClintock by the... Uh, the Italian ice place, uh, yeah. Joe's Italian Ice, if you're familiar, and it's uh, close enough to Mill Avenue to be comfortable, but far enough away to be comfortable. Uh, right by ASU, two miles from the campus.
campus, so uh, we're really excited. We're we have the same uh, same guy shooting the bow and arrow, just a little bit different of a setup, a little bit more modern setup, and and uh, a little bit more distribution and, and presence in the valley because we feel like the there's a really good market down here, and there's a lot of beers that we're making that um, maybe people aren't making, or, or we're doing it in a different way where we're able to uh, establish ourselves down here and and make really fun beers at the same time so it you know, kind of checks a lot of boxes yeah one thing i like that i've never seen before but maybe it's maybe it's because I'm, I'm just a little bit naive but the fact you open a second spot but you're branding a different year so it, it all comes down to technicalities and and what we want to do with the uh with the branding mm -hmm. and we feel like ad astra is a really cool brand and we really like it a lot and uh catalyst is going to be kind of like a breath of fresh air for us so i mean don't think that you're never going to see ad astra beers and don't think that you're only going to see catalyst beers so we want to have a lot of flexibility and a lot of range so i mean we feel like we're one of the people that take a lot of pride in, in, in being able to brew almost any style and brew it at a very high level. So we, we want to be able to brew stuff from barrel-aged stouts and barley wines to maybe like pastry sours, sour IPAs, all the way to even, you know, seltzers. We brought a seltzer here to kind of make a statement that, you know, we think that we're making seltzers at a very high level in a different direction than most people, but it's something that people can still try and be comfortable with and not have to think, oh, it's a Truly or a White Claw, ours are more kind of in the cocktail range. So it's uh, it's we're kind of yeah, inventing inventing a new path. You know, yeah, we're trailblazing. Yeah. The ABV goes, which so we've had some that are up to 14 percent, uh, and we've had some as low as six percent. So it just depends on really the destination. We just uh, we make the beer or the seltzer, and then we we taste it, and then we keep playing with it until we get comfortable and to to where we want to be. So it makes it a uh, it makes it really fun for us because we have so much control, but at the same time, a lot that much power is a lot of responsibility, and it can really mess up easy. So we're always walking the tightrope, you know. But, but what I like about you branding uh, your new place, uh, Catalyst, or Catalyst instead of at Astra, then it, it it breaks you away from that at Astra. Yeah, you got something great going on there, but now you can try something new and and go like maybe you want to be like a you know, a different route, and you're not, like, kind of handcuffed to that brand. Yeah, I mean? and I mean, you know, Ad Astra has always been kind of the very experimental fun brand, and uh, you know, Catalyst hasn't really established its identity, you know, we, we we want it to be something for everyone. We want Catalyst to be, like, the catalyst to people liking craft beer. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you're like, I, I used to drink, like, normal beer and cocktails, but then I went to this place, and then now I have a respect for craft beer. Yeah. And now, not only do I go there, I go and try other craft breweries and that's what we really are all about is is bringing awareness to the scene and, and and not only elevating our game but you know reaching up every once in a while and getting pulled up by someone who's better than us or putting our hand down and pulling someone up and helping someone I mean that's really what it's all about is the community and craft beer and that's why so many people are drawn to it yeah and uh, between the two names that Astros like when you think about it it's like almost like like you're setting a goal you're trying to achieve something catalyst is like the spark that starts something it, yeah it's both of them are like really about motion and, and change and stuff like that which I think is really good not you know don't take me don't get me wrong like other breweries are great if they're named after like you know the person's last name or the town they're in that's fine and all but the, the names also have something to do maybe with the culture of the of the, the, the brewery yeah and I mean we're, we're, we're looking for a spark right now we 
feel like the whole valley is ready for a wildfire, and we feel like we're gonna we're gonna start the flame. So, um, not to say that there's not really good stuff going on, but we're gonna do things our way, and we're gonna be unapologetic about it, and we're gonna at the same time make stuff that's modern and fun. Where you know you can have someone in here who's a craft beer veteran, and they drink English bitters, and they like Cascales and stuff like that, and we can we will have stuff like that, like we've been doing at Ad Astra. But we'll also have the seltzers, we'll have the sours, the IPAs, and the stuff that's maybe a little bit more like hip. You know, you gotta. These days, I wish I wish you could just be like a specialist brewery. And there's some guys that are so good out there, they can just specialize in just lagers and just IPAs. But for us, we feel our real talent is in our range and what we can do. Not only can we do the super light beer, but we can do the super thick stout that reminds you of eating ice cream on your birthday. You know. So and, it's, and these it's, two beers, that, the one that you have and the one that I have, are that's like a, a example of what you were just talking about. You have a, the lemonade pizza seltzer, and I got your your stout. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's one of those things where it's. Um, I wish that we could just put our hat on one style and say that we just do this really good, but we just kind of like to do a lot of styles, and so it's like. In all honesty, we'll get bored of something. We're like, okay, we've had this for a little while. Let's try something new. So mm -hmm. we did this sour IPA that was really cool. You know, we're really big fans of like Hudson Valley and uh, Pure Project and 8-Bit Ale Works in California that are doing this style. So we said, hey, you know, this is something cool. We don't really know a lot of people that have done it. I mean, uh, I did a couple of them when I was at Ren House that came out really good. And it's kind of the inspiration for this. So it's, um, we're just trying to make beers that are different. You know, if, if, if we only had hazy IPAs on, it would kind of, we just kind of blend into every other brewery. Right, yeah. But for us to have, like a lot of times when people come in and they just say, oh, seltzer, I'm trying to, you know, maybe sell them a seltzer. They say, I don't drink seltzer. This is not like a Truly or a White Claw. It's more like a cocktail. It has this this depth, this lemonade, this, uh, this body to it. There's a, a touch of sweetness, a touch of tart. So much more than just drinking like a normal LaCroix or, or like a, a Truly or a White Claw. So it's, we're just barely touching the iceberg on this seltzer thing. I mean, not a lot of people are even barrel aging them at this point. And you know how we like, I mean, between Alex, yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, between, I mean, Bottle Logic's done it a couple times. They did gin barrel aged seltzer. It makes a lot of sense. So uh, we could do whiskey or wine barrel aged seltzer, maybe with grapes. We have a lot of ideas. And, you know, between me and my brewer, Alex, who works with me, you know, he worked at Superstition. I worked at the brewery. We probably have some of the most richest experience working with raw barrel products and very high-end you know blending so we really have this pedigree that we want to bring and have these very small intimate blends and batches uh, that we want to bring to people because we feel like the craft beer in this area needs that we don't have you know you don't necessarily go to on a Saturday and you're like well we got to go to Catalyst because they're having a release or we got to go here because they're having a release I mean we have our moments but it's not like monkish it's not like modern times it's not like Alesmith where it's like when they put something out people line up and, and we really want to put a product out there that people can be proud of to buy and to drink and to trade so it's uh, we or to share like yeah or to, of course like you know it's Christmas and you open up a really nice bottle of like flight wave and you share it and it it, 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 it it changes people's minds of what they think of beer what beer can do yeah so. you know what my the 
the neighbor who lives across the street from my daughter, he's, uh, I always drag him to all these beer festivals. He, didn't, he couldn't come today, but. Yeah, he was here last year, right? Uh, no, he wasn't. He always comes to Strong Beer, though. He, okay. Yeah, he, he yeah that's where I saw him then. Beer, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, I go over there and I share, like, big beers. He loves big beers, so, yeah. I'm not going to drink a, a 16 ounce or, remember when they used to come at 22 bottles? Yeah, or even drink. 500 or 750 milliliter, yeah. like the brewery. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> drink one of those by yourself. It's a sharing beer, man. You got to share it with people and enjoy it. And it's almost like a bottle of wine at that point. Yeah. You know, it like, really is. you're going for the flavor, you're having it with a. Um, a slice of pie or cheesecake and it's yeah. it's more of an experience than it is just oh I'm gonna crack open a, a 16 ounce can and drink it out of the can you know it's yeah. it's it's very intimate and it's very like uh, like you let it sit for 30 minutes as it warms up the nuances start coming out so yeah. that's kind of what we like about beer the winification of beer and and the highbrowness of beer where it's like people are very into it and they're like taking pictures and checking in on untapped but at the same time we like like to have beers for people that are you know maybe I'm a college student in Tempe and I just like seltzers so I heard this place makes good seltzers or well I like sours or I like IPAs or, or whatever it may be we want to have it for both you know where like if it's your first time at a brewery you'll enjoy yourself if you've been to a thousand breweries you'll still be impressed to a certain extent so what did you bring today the copper state we brought, like he said, the uh, Ink Spots, which is our Imperial Milk Oatmeal Stout with uh, Oreo cookies, real Oreo cookies that oh, we scraped, scraped, yeah. scraped the the cream off. Yeah, it's cream. So we uh, we we got it all in there and stuffed it in, and it's it's very nice. We're, we're really happy with the body. Uh, that stout recipe we came up with uh, with the head uh, of this festival, Joe. Okay. And uh, he came down and brewed it with us, and we're really proud to have him and 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 proud to be a part of this festival because last year we might have been one of the few breweries that actually made a special beer for this festival that's right it was now, called now like there's a few more this yeah, year, right? yeah yeah so we, we feel like we kind of like you know maybe push push people into this trend where it's like this festival not only is cool and laissez-faire and fun we have exclusive beers here that are only available at this festival or you could come up to Prescott and try it and I mean this is a lot closer than Prescott and then you know 12 West did one I know there's a handful of other guys that I can't remember because I'm on the spot but there's been a lot more beers that are uh, authentically for this festival yeah and I think that only makes the festival more fun because the brewers are challenging themselves like what can I do to stand out or what can I do to represent myself or express myself well at the same time the consumers the one who really wins because they get to yeah. taste all the competition Maybe it's more like a wait and see like they, they they came last year and they're like oh okay this this is really something now I'm gonna do it yeah now year. now everyone's putting all the chips in yeah. so but that's good though. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm happy for Joe and Long, and, and it seems like the this is a great festival. And yeah. Even next year's gonna be even better. I'm super excited. Yeah. So the second one we brought was the uh, peach lemonade seltzer. So we have real lemonade that we make in house and and back blend it with the seltzer. We added a little bit of peach extract, which I know is kind of taboo for beer, but seltzer's kind of like. You're allowed to. Is that the name you know? of the game? It's also, you, is that what they do? White Claw. I mean, there's a reason it's oh, okay. completely clear, you know, that's all yeah, artificial yeah. flavors, but they still taste good. So we try and blend a little bit of little bit of fun and a little bit of 
highbrow, like a little bit of real fruit, a little bit of fake fruit, and try and get the balance right to where it tastes like something that we really enjoy. Okay. And then the last beer we have is our Sour IPA, Apollo 2. Apollo has kind of grown into our Sour IPA series, and it was named after my son that was recently born uh, in November. Thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, I always feel like he was my best creation that I've ever made, <laughs> so I, I wanted to model something after him because he's so unique and so fun and, and big. You know, all of our Sour IPAs have been about 8%, so. Um, How was it, what's it like, you know, now that you know you have your son? I know you had a stepson, but this is an infant, and now you're running a brewery, and everything and we're opening a new brewery and then I'm moving from Prescott and I have a wife that's beautiful and and is very uh, supportive supportive and and on top of stuff so all I can say is she makes my job a million times easier so uh, my hat's off to Audrey Blake and uh, Audrey Walterson now sorry but yeah something to get used to right yeah I'm still I'm still trying to get it all down but uh, that's my big shout out right there and and at the end of the day, you know, she does so much uh, for the business, for for everything behind the scenes. It's mm-hmm. none of this would be possible, and she couldn't be here because she's doing the job. But yeah. you know, so anyway, Apollo, it's the sour IPA series where we do these kettle sours and we hop them like IPAs, and we ferment them on fruit, and then we dry hop them, and then we coming out really good, like. We did the first one, it was a pineapple strawberry, the lactose, and then citra and Eldorado. It had a, a lot of like really good like pineapple and tropical flavors. People loved it, but we got a little feedback and they said, we want a little bit more hops. So okay. we kind of took the hops on this one to the next level. We did a mosaic blueberry lactose sour IPA and uh, definitely, you know, inspired by guys that are before us, but we want to kind of plant our own flag where we're putting a lot more uh, hops and, and doing stuff maybe a little bit more different, moving away from maybe like seltzer, not seltzer, smoothie, sour. This is more traditional sour where it's oh, dry yeah, okay. and it's not like uh, the cans won't explode, like stuff like that, you know, <laughs> kind of like old school stuff that we just took for granted. Yeah. Well, yeah, but with the sour, the, the, the fruited sours, it was more like about, Getting that big, huge puree fruit the flavor. The flavor, yeah, baby, yeah. the flavor. Don't worry about the, no, the look. Sorry, my brother just came in and checked up on me. He's the captain of the Ad Astra hockey team at Gilbert Ice. So we gotta we gotta take our celebrity walk-ins too. So <laughs> just like last year when that guy came in and said, yelled at your face, like, "Oh, we love your beer!" Like, thanks. We're definitely not recording anything right now or doing anything. So appreciate it. No, that's great, man. It's fun. But, I mean, this is kind of like you know you, you work so hard in the brewery and to come out and get face-to-face with people that other than your customers, someone who might not get the chance to get at the Prescott or would even try a seltzer or a sour or something, and then you get the reaction, and some good, some like it, you know, some don't. That's fine. You know, everyone... You, you get sell. a lot of raw feedback, and for us, yeah. we really like the raw feedback, and then we also like that... Uh, that we have our hockey team here, so everyone has the Ad Astra jerseys, so we kind of have a little bit of yeah. little bit of hype going. So uh, for us, the main thing yeah, is, is they don't get into a fight. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 <laughs> like they're they're uh, yeah they do get rowdy, but they're not the fighting type. They're oh, the okay. goal scoring type. They play in a non-contact <laughs> league, so well we try and keep them non-contact, but you know it, it tempers fly in hockey. I went to my first uh, well not my first NHL game, but over in Mullet Arena. Oh, the new spot. How was yeah. it? It's small. Intimate. Intimate yeah. is what I heard. Like, you can, there's not a bad seat in that no, arena. That, it took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Whenever someone asked me that, you know, you go from 
you know, Gila River or the Footprint Center. And I mean, for me, Staples Center is where I've seen probably 90% of my hockey games are Honda Center, and those are huge compared to yeah, me, where they even used to play. Yes, yeah, so for me, it's San Jose Arena. That's why, you know, I watch Sharks all the time, but, yeah, you know, so. see something like that and that's small. The, the thing that I even brought up was uh, the visiting team. They're coming in like, really? We're, we're playing in this high school? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the visiting locker room looks like, but uh, you know what? You better buckle up your chin strap because they're playing real old-time hockey there. You know, this isn't this isn't glitz and glamour of uh, of, <laughs> of of Staples Center or even the Forum. I mean, this is this is real hockey, and it's it's everyone's there is there to watch hockey. You know, yeah. so oh yeah, there's a fight. You know, it was great. Everyone loved it. Everyone loves a fight in hockey. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, I don't understand why. Like I watched the game, it was a clean hit. I, I guess the guy didn't like each other. So that's that's what happened. I mean, so many people complain about hockey nowadays because oh, it's a clean hit, but this guy came over and fought, and it's like, well, yeah, because they can. Like, if, if your receiver gets laid out and they don't throw a flag, I bet you nine times out of ten, if the offensive lineman could come over and punch the guy in the face, yeah. he'd do it. So, oh, I mean, yeah, it's just... It could have been, yeah, been for something else. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe there's there's old old receipts that were given in other games. So, right. it's that's what's the fun about hockey is it's it kind of combines multiple sports. You know, you get the hockey, uh, you get the fast-paced action of running back and forth, kind of of soccer, but a smaller field, and then you get kind of boxing thrown in there, too, where, you know, your guy does something wrong, you know, he might end up on the wrong end of a fist. Right. But it always makes it more fun, and, you know, even if your team's losing and there's a fight, it'll give a little spark to the crowd and get everyone back in the back in the game, everyone focused on what's going on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good time, even though it was, uh, it was intimate and small. Uh, the Sharks won 4-2, so that was fun. Hey, that's so, always good. You know, the team... Shout out to my buddy Eddie from Hoppy Craftsman. He's the one who invited me. He's got uh, season tickets. So oh, wow, yeah. I know Ed's a cool guy, man. Yeah, That's he couldn't good. make it out today, but... It's a tough time. time, you know. Everyone's watching the playoff games. We're missing for some wild card again. I'm, I'm very upset they put the Niners on a Saturday afternoon. That should have been that should have been uh, Bills uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I, I I think the Bills Dolphins matchup as soon as Tua and uh, Bridgewater were out, it's kind of like, I mean, if the if the Dolphins win, this is like if the Raiders won last year. You know, it's like yeah. it's very very unlikely. So right, exactly. So I mean, I, I'm just upset about that. Plus, I mean, I already scheduled this. I'm not gonna miss this yeah it's tough man you know these guys they do such a good job out here i mean like like i said last year if it was the afc or nfc championship i might have to scratch my head a little bit but <laughs> wild card i mean shoot yeah i'll watch the highlights yeah and there's always sunday i always yeah. like sitting in front of the tv sunday is nothing. like my my church is my uh my living room the pastor is the tv and the pew is uh is my couch so i'm uh, every sunday i always watch pro football you know, remember, remember Remember in the, was it 2020 when the pandemic hit and shut everything down all summer? That first week of football, I forgot about all that. Like, yeah. I was sitting there for 10 hours, I, I, you know, I can't Red zone, you know, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You just sit there and watch football the whole day, and it's like, you forget about it. Plus, the way that they, they shoot the game, they always just show the field. They never really show the fans. Like, you watch baseball, there's always fans in the back. Basketball the same. Yeah. It was weird watching basketball, like, in that, that bubble season. Or, or, I mean, pro wrestling was really weird. That because was, With those faces on the screen. Yeah, line, that's, that was, that was very strange and then in Japan for the longest time I'm a big New Japan fan they just had people 
not there and then now in Japan they're still so strict you can only clap you can't cheer so, and everyone wears masks so I'm like oh, man, man when are we gonna get past this because Japanese wrestling crowd man I mean they're real rowdy it's like a soccer crowd in like Liverpool you know they they really get into it so and, uh, Sasha's there now or what's her name now Mercedes yeah Mercedes I don't know real, she, that's her shoot name, she has like an adult like star name instead of you know it's yeah. very like Mercedes something you're like wow this is like a, an actress well, in some kind of an exotic movie that's her shoot name <laughs> right but she's using a different last name yeah yeah, yeah. so so that was uh I know she's Snoop Dogg's like niece or something, or cousin yeah, or something. Or, so yeah. I don't know her last name. I don't know if it's Dog, but uh, <laughs> but you know I know she's related to the Snoop. So uh, she's a good character. She's a really good wrestler. Great physique. Excellent, great yeah. great work. Um, she fit right in with the New Japan style. Too. And, and and in Japan, it's New Japan. Uh, it's kind of strange for America, but they're just starting their women's thing over there. For the longest time, Stardom was the one where it was all women's, and it was very it was as much as intense as, as New Japan. Is that so, where I mean, Oscar came from? Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of really, and Kari Sane and, you know, uh, Ayo Shirai, there's a lot of really high end women wrestlers that wrestled there. And it's kind of the, the premier spot for, for really good women wrestlers in the world. You know, oh, okay. even like that was the spot was if you really have the talent, it doesn't matter if you don't speak Japanese, you'll, you'll, you'll show. And I can't remember her name. Like the WWE is just about looks. And, and, it was kind of more about divas than about wrestling. Nitro just about looks. It wasn't oh, really Nitro about was cheerleaders. Yeah. Nitro was even worse than, than WWE. Well, even but. The, like the, the Attitude Era, it was more about looks and Like bra and panty matches yeah, rather than until, like a submission match yeah, or you know, like a real... Yeah, came through that they actually started doing real moves. Lita and, and Trish Stratus, I feel, was another one that really like broke. And then, I mean, well, China Trish, was Trish. China was holding men's titles. So, I mean, yeah. she really... Well, well, Trish is more about like looks first and then she developed. Like, yeah. They, they can't all do... They don't yeah. all do that. Let's look, you know, I'm looking at you, Sonny. Definitely, and I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that are in WWE that have been doing good. I mean, like the whole Mandy Rose thing is kind of weird, where she was probably the top lady in wrestling, oh, and, and they get mad because she did OnlyFans and and try to make a little side hustle. And they uh, they did an interview with her. They said I had it open for three weeks and I made a million dollars. So uh, I'm I'm 99% sure that's bigger bigger than her salary. No bumping, nothing. Yeah, so. Hey, my hat's off if you do what you do what you can to, yeah, to, to make it. You know, I mean, with, with anyone in in, uh, in the entertainment business, your window closed really quick. You never yeah, know. For sure. And um, there's a lot of people that are saying that this is good for her career because she's going to come back and be the hottest ticket, you know? Oh, yeah. Because she's getting more popularity than any other wrestler right now because she's totally outside the wrestling demographic. She's in the entertainment, straight entertainment demographic. Yeah. So it gives her a big advantage. And I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because there's so many girls that are like that in WWE that have the physique and have like the kind of like the model look where like if you go in Japan it's a lot more rough like they're 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 like blading and they're bleeding in matches as women oh, they're, they're gigging, they're yeah gigging like coming. they're gimmicking so like it's it's a totally different level of rest it's like going from like you know uh, a very light like 
showmanship wrestling, sports entertaining, to like legitimate blading hardcore wrestling. Hey, so. I like to see him getting color the hard way. Though, yeah, man. let's come on. Uh, <laughs> that's happened a couple of times. Oh, okay, so I good. mean, there's there's it's it's hard for me to watch death matches in general, but I've seen some women's death matches and they are absolutely brutal because it's just uh, you're not used to seeing people take chair shots and landing on fluorescent light bulbs that are like these beautiful women. So like it's the old Cactus Jack style. Yeah, so it's like Cactus Jack, you know, you throw that guy off a cage, it's not a big deal. You know, you get some small girl and you're just like, wow, I feel like really bad about this. Even, you know, it's just that it doesn't feel right for me in the death matches. Maybe it's, it's worth watching now. It's the shock value for sure, I think. So I'm a little old for ECW now. Like I've gotten past the chair shot age of my life. So I prefer a good like technical wrestling match, you know, some Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, uh, Dean Malenko type technical, you know, I mean, I don't want to bring up any controversy, but, you know, real technical wrestling, oh, suplexes. Show, we never talk about anything controversial. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm here, you know, they, the king of controversy, right? That's me. That's why they call me the hypocrite of crap beer, of Arizona crap beer. Hey, you know what? If you're in, if, if someone's talking about you, they're talking about you. So you're in, you're in, you're living rent free in someone's mind. So hey, you can either roll with it or you know, stoop down to their level and just make it worse. You gotta embrace it, and exactly. I mean, everybody. It's like on wrestling. It wouldn't be fun if there was all good guys. There's got to be at least one or two guys that you perceive as at least a little bit of a bad guy. Yeah. Not that Greg. I mean, Greg's Greg's a baby face over here. He's like Johnny Gargano, <laughs> you know, white white meat baby face. But you know, we still have fun with it. We get silly. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, hey, Will, thank you for stopping by, man. I already finished mine. Cheers. Well, I'll and, finish uh, mine right yeah, now, Chuck. More, more of the heavy lifting uh, this uh, this uh, week and, or this, this show, so I appreciate you, man. And, uh, and, and it's always a pleasure. Coming here and talking to you is like, uh, it's a breeze. Here's, uh, who's this guy? Uh, what's his podcast? Oh, that Eric? Eric's. Eric Walters. Yeah. Eric Walters, the tap that baby. But we got a lot of a lot of little Arizona celebrities here. If you're not here this year, you're really missing out. Don't uh, don't wind up with egg on your face next year. Come on out. We're gonna have some good beers and uh, we'll have even more special beers. Have a good playoffs and I hope your teams all win out there. I know everyone can't win, but I know Greg wants the Niners. I'd kind of be excited if the Seahawks won just because. I said the Raiders should win last year, and because they had no business winning, so I'm gonna say the Seahawks this year. For casual, they have no for business. Fan, under, underdogs winning is fun. Oh yeah, all dogs go to heaven, you know. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. How's the festival going for you, man? Oh, fantastic, bro. Yeah. Yeah, better than last year. Yeah, last year, last year was good, but this last was year was good. This year, off the chain. You think it's like the layout because it's a little different now. They got rules. I think they just... did a good job promoting it. I think okay. they did a great job putting it together. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe's amazing, you know, going out and actually promoting this. He did a good job. Yeah. Uh, what have you had so far, man? What do you like? Oh, man. I had so much. <laughs> uh, some of my favorites probably were uh, Smelter Town. Mm. Uh, Snyder Core is always good. Um, Six Bird was really good. And I'm not a Snyder guy, but, man, 
They put it down. They do a good job. Yeah, that's that new spot out, out there in East Valley, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're on like 38th and uh, Indian School. Okay. They used to be, um, uh, I forget what they were before. They were another um, company before, and they changed their name due to uh, discrepancies with somebody in the, in the company. Okay. So, yeah, really good. All right, right on. I haven't had any of their ciders, so. but I've oh. heard good things. Though. Their pineapple is off the chain, man. Yeah, off the chain. So uh, let, let me let me ask you, man, because I, I know of you, and of course we hung out, we drank before, but and I know you brew a lot because I, I follow your Instagram, which just you're every weekend, man. You're always doing something during the week. You're always brewing. You're I'm always busy, man. I I love doing the beer thing. I can tell, man. I can yeah. tell, but like. What do you do in the, are you in the industry? I, mean, I am in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. So currently I am employed with Simple Machine. I okay. do, uh, I also work with Tombstone. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of uh, requests from other breweries that ask for my help because I enjoy the industry so much. You know, I enjoy helping people out. Yeah. So. So you're like a gypsy bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. But uh, um, what kind of styles do you like? Like, you go for anything or? My styles are the stouts, porters, a little bit darker stuff. Yeah. But I, I love a good hazy as well, you know? Yeah. And you're doing just right. I'm, I'm just getting my feet in the water on the sours. I'm not right quite there yet, but yeah. as long as they're not to punch you in the face sour, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. So, uh, I would, you know, I still haven't made it out to Kitsune for your your stout you did with. Uh, so with I Tyler. did a Kitsune. I did a stout with Kitsune. It's called Big S'more Stout. Uh, it came in at a at eight and a half percent. We were shooting for eight for nine percent, but it came out eight and a half. But it's very well balanced, not too sweet. It's incredible. It came out so nice. Yeah. Not just because it's my beer, but because. You know the people I work with, Tyler. You know he's an he, he's a good individual. Uh, we took the time and did it right, and it, it, it came out nice. I you know I've had nothing but good feedback on it. I, I'm really surprised. That's good. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You've been doing this so long. You know what you're doing already. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, I I love working with that. You know, people. I'll do the grunt work. I, I'll do whatever they want me to do. Yeah. yeah. Do the milling, do the pouring, yeah. do the mashing, yep, and everything. Yep. Yep. All of it. What's uh, like? Do you like all? What's your favorite part of it besides drinking? The interaction with the uh, with the people. You know, okay. I'm a real people person, so I enjoy being around. You know, individuals and yeah. and interacting with them and and getting their feedback. You know, you know, I like picking their brains. Okay, like so, someone like uh, Marshall from. Oh yeah, Marshall's great. Marshall, I love Marshall. You know, to death. He's you know he's yeah, a good uh, older brother that I never had. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, from, from what I hear from people, he's just very smart. He knows you know he knows what, what he's doing. He's oh yeah, yeah. Here. He's been in the industry a long time, so yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. So you guys got anything uh, cooking like? Uh, what I want to say the. Uh, as far as you know, like any events with, uh, with simple. Machine. Yeah, so we we have a uh, three-year collaboration uh, next.
next week. It'll be our 300th anniversary. We did collaborations with six breweries. Um, it's going to be really great. Uh, six breweries, wow. Six breweries, yeah. So we did with uh, uh, Tombstone, uh, I believe Fire and Fury. Uh, I think we did something with Crooked Tooth down south. Uh, Phoenix Brewing Company and a couple, yeah, and a couple other ones. And it's, it, it should be a really great time next week. So, so you got an event like oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a big old We'll, we'll be doing stuff from Tuesday all through the weekend. Okay. We'll have some live bands. And, you know, we're gearing up for a second location opening up on 57th Avenue in Glendale. Oh, wow. All right. So we're looking forward to that. Hopefully have that open before Super Bowl weekend. Okay. Yeah, I gotta come out and check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. actually. You know, I probably make it out for the, the Sunday of your your year badge. Nice. So I'll have Sunday off. Yeah. So we'll have live printing tomorrow. Uh, and I'm sorry, uh, Tuesday, with uh, Goodfellas. They okay. do a lot of printing yeah. for a lot of breweries, and so that'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm not familiar with them. I'll yep. Yep. Instagram. They've got the uh, the brewing program uh, locked down pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so where are you from originally? I'm from Chicago. Are you really? Yeah. Lake Town? Lakeview. Yeah. Uh, give it up to Chi-Town. Love my Cubs. Northside. <laughs> How about the Bears? I love the Bears. Yeah, I love the Bears. First, trip, uh, first pick of the job. They, they did terrible this year, but you know what? They, they, they played well. They didn't get all the wins that they should have gotten, but... Yeah, their offense is great. Their defense yeah. is strong. They got some work to do, but I think I think we're heading in the right direction. I think so too. I mean, I was telling Will from at Astra because yeah. he's a Bears fan, and I'm like, I always want to put on the Bears game to see what feels good. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's an exciting player, man. He's a, he's a good spark for that team. He oh just, yeah, yeah. He just needs some talent around him. Yeah, yeah. Justin Fields is yeah. great quarterback, and I think uh, just we're only missing a couple pieces, and I think we'll be I think we'll be dialed in pretty well. Yeah, you start beating the pack every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need some uh, help on the you know in the offensive line and maybe yeah. in the secondary on the defense, but. I, we, we work those couple kinks out. I think we'll be do, doing well. I think so, too. Maybe uh, if not next year, the year after. Yeah, so, yeah. You guys got it. What, um, when did you move out to Arizona? So I moved out to Arizona about 25 years ago. Uh, my aunt still lives in our old house in Chicago. So when I go back to Chicago, I get to visit. I, I get to go to my old house, and it's, it's nice. Yeah. I went out last year for... Uh, for a contest I won to go see Metallica at Lollapalooza and that was great. Oh no shit. Yeah. All expense paid trip on somebody else. That's that's always a good thing. What uh what, what kind of beer do you like to drink when you're out there? Which, which, uh so which we hit up a couple breweries out there. Uh one that really stood out was a, a place called Dovetail where they do open fermenting. Oh yeah. Only do uh like farmhouse sales and saisons. So it was really, really well rounded place and and really welcoming. Uh, they were really nice to us, and we spent a, a whole day there, and it yeah. was it was a lot, a lot of fun. I have never heard of that, but it's a cool name though. Yeah. The uh, 
Yeah, you know, when you think of Chicago, of course, you think Goose Island. Oh, yeah, Do yeah. people still drink Goose Island out there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got Goose Island out there, and, you know, you got Three Floyds is, is in the area. Oh, yeah, it's right so. down there. I've never had a Three Floyds. Like, I want to try their gumball head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, you, good stuff. Which one do you like out of Three Floyds? Dark, Dark Lord? Dark Lord, yeah. 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 That's the one to get. That's probably the hardest one to get too. Yeah. Yeah, from what I hear. A lot of people trading online. Do yeah, you, oh yeah. Do you do a lot of trading? I, I used to do a lot of trading. Not so much lately, but you know, I'm always open for trades. I've been burned a couple of times, but for the most part it's been good. Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't done too much beer trading. But, you know, it's fun to, I'll do it with, like, people I know. Yeah, yeah. But You got to get know. to know the people, you know. Yeah, it's tough to do it just, you know, just off of, like, a Facebook page. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, Definitely. never really know. There's no review system out there. For yeah, 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 trade, yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely like, you know, getting, getting to know somebody and, uh, you know, throwing it out there. Hey, you know, you're up for a trade. What do you got? And go back and forth a couple times before you, you make the commitment, but yeah. So have you always been in the beer industry, or were you? Like I've been in the beer industry probably about ten years. I homebrew a little bit. Um, what were you doing before you got in the beer industry? Well, I still have a regular job. I, oh, yeah. You know, I'm a manager of a of a grocery chain, but uh, I just been thrown around so many times I'm just kind of tired of it so I'm trying to make the transition to full-time into into the beer industry okay. so have you thought about opening your own place or not yet I'm not opening my own place I will be a GMing a place here soon uh, I'll leave that to, to the coordinator uh, to disclose that information but gotcha. yeah there's a lot of good stuff in the works man yeah, there's a, there's a lot of new breweries popping up. You know? Yeah, so they're expecting about six to eight new breweries this year. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but... Yeah, you never know. Always you never know. Yeah. I know, I was just talking with Will, and they got that Catalyst opening up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Shop, cool. shop will be opening a new spot. Uh, Ad Astro will be opening a new spot down, down here, and... There's a lot of good stuff going on. Go Waters opening another spot. Oso's opening another spot. So I mean, there's a lot of a lot of good room for uh, expansion. Yeah, yeah. Oso's opening right next to me. Yeah. It's like just like I don't know, five minutes down the road from me. Yeah. So I'm excited. Not about far that. from here. Yeah. Not far from here. But um, what do you notice like about like? Looking at the Chicago beer scene, and then also uh, coming over here, uh, we gotta say what's up to Ty. Hi, Ty. Hi. How you doing, baby? Good. good so to good to you. see you. Good to see you too. <laughs> How you doing? You wanna you wanna talk beer with us? Oh, I'm good. Okay. All right. I, I don't like my my little high school. Oh my god. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. So good to see you. you sound like as long as you, you talk about us? beer. Oh my god, that is, that is so hot. It's like. Keith! Yeah, so. Yeah, thank you for saying hi. Good seeing you again. You're the little. I know, I know. Yes. Oh, Oh, it's a podcaster. Nice. <laughs> Matching tails. We're silver foxes. Yeah. Nice. That's sexy <laughs> as fuck. That's sexy as fuck. My goodness. You want to play around? 
My goodness, that's... Wow. So you know a lot of people, man. You oh, get around. oh, yeah. It's like, can you, can you go I, anywhere without knowing anybody? I couldn't. I could, honestly, today, I couldn't walk, like, two booths and not see somebody I know. Yeah. But that, that, that's a good problem to have, though. Oh, yeah. I love, I, I love the, the whole Arizona beer scene. I love so many people here. It, it's incredible. I mean, like I was gonna, I was gonna bring up was looking at the, the Chicago craft beer scene and the Arizona craft beer scene. Like, uh, what do you know? I know there's a lot of difference in similarities, but like size-wise, Arizona's got a little ways to go, right? Arizona has a little ways to go. I mean, you know, we're still working a lot of things out. Uh, Chicago. They have a good beer scene that's coming together. I think Arizona is coming together quicker, but there's just not as many. So, but we're growing. We're growing at a at a record pace right now. Yeah, I agree. And it's like this this beer festival's great. There's also strong beer coming up next month. Strong beer February 18th yeah. at Salt River Fields. That'll be. A really nice event. A lot better uh, location than last year. Oh yeah, last last year was kind of uh, hey, it was a nice place, but it just wasn't equipped and ready for the event at hand. Yeah, getting in and out was rough, but yeah, when, when you're in there and the event was going on, beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Love the the, the wrestling matches did, were great. Yeah, it didn't the help that they had a lot of tournaments going on that day. So oh, that's who. Yeah. Pickleball tournaments and. Batman tournaments and you know, a lot of tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Um, what uh, what do you see as far as like I don't know the I don't want to say like future of Arizona craft beer, but like um, any trends coming up in the in the brewing, like different types of beers you guys experimenting with? Uh, it's hard to say because you know. There's only so many times you can you can change a beer's philosophy, so to speak, uh, when when it becomes you know irrelevant. But a lot of these guys have taken it to the optimum level already. It's just make good beer. It comes down to make good beer. Pretty much, yeah. Stop stop fucking with it and just make good beer. Yeah. What a. Um what are some of the, uh, I guess this might be a loaded question. I don't want to get you in trouble with anyone, but like, what are some of your favorite breweries in the Valley? Some of the favorite breweries. I mean, I know you got the, you know, Kitsune, Temple. I, I have a lot of favorite breweries, yeah. you know, and uh, a lot of close family breweries that, to me, are close to my heart. Kitsune, Simple Machine, Tombstone. Uh, Front Porch always does really great stuff. Oh, yeah. I like their spot. Um, you know, Ren House has always been a close to my hand, to my you know heart. Yeah. Uh, a lot of solid breweries. Goldwater has always been really good. Uh, and, and not to take anything away from any of the other breweries, because I know they try really hard. Uh, but I mean, make quality beer, and it will sell itself. Simple as that. Yeah, you could, and you can see like with the lines. Different oh yeah, yeah. You see which ones that people are. I don't know if it's a hype thing or if it's they're actually doing. Well, the, people know when when the brewery does good stuff. People know. 
Yeah. Uh, you're, you're always going to have the, the trenders that are just going to go because other people yeah. say it's it's a brewery. But the true people that know the brewery are are going to stand behind it, and yeah. and you'll you'll know that they they stick out, you know, and they'll stand the test of time. Have you tried any? Uh, oh yes, look at this. Lovely lady there we go. Beers. Hold on, I need to get my fingers a break. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> How do you build your finger muscles? Oh, just like that. Very carefully. Get it off your no, equipment, sorry. No, you're fine. Thank you so much. So what are we drinking here? This is the Ninkasi Welcome Beer. It's the uh, Copper State Goddess. Copper State oh, okay. Goddess. Okay. Um, they brew just for this festival. They're based out of Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, very well, Ninkasi. This is an yeah. amazing beer. Thank you so much. It's a white Belgian ale. I don't know if I said that. Okay, no, you didn't. Cheers Thank to you. you. Cheers. Oh, yeah, cheers, Mike. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you and all the stuff you do for the Arizona craft beer scene. I, I try. I, I, I try to do what I can, you know. I, I'm in awe, like, of what you do every weekend. I'm like, I don't know where this guy finds the energy, because. I, mean, <laughs> I get that a lot, you know. They're like, <laughs> where do you where do you sleep? I says, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I do what I can. I enjoy doing what I what I do. Uh, I'm always out to help anybody who needs help. Can I get you guys? Yeah. And I've always had, you know, a good backing, so uh, I enjoy it. I mean, it seems like you're, just, you're you're paying back to a community that you love, that's yep. giving you a lot. And Absolutely. You, you inspire me to, to do more. To be honest, oh, thank you. Your, your posting on your Instagram. Oh, thank you. It's like, man, this guy could be out there doing all that stuff. I got to do something more. Like, I know I have this little. Uh, let me tell know, you, I work show, two full-time jobs, and I still find time to to spend as much time as I can in the in the brewing industry. And you know what? It's just like even if you just go out and go to a brewery and buy a few couple pints, you're helping out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, I've, and to be honest, you know, with the football, I've been watching a lot of football, so like I stay in on Sunday. That's like my free day, and it takes a lot of time. Now as football's winding down. It's when I get out and start doing stuff in the yeah. beer community and, all, and during the. Well, summer. I enjoy doing everything. I know I have no qualms about doing the grunt work. I'll I'll be out there cleaning the floors, uh, canning the the beer, um, you know, taking the the, the 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 grain out of the out of the silo. Uh, I don't care. I, I I enjoy the beer so much. I'll do whatever it takes to help get that product into cans and on the shelf for people to enjoy. It's not like Brew Day, man. It smells great. Oh, I love Brew Day. <laughs> it's the most amazing smell to me ever. It smells like bread. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, lovely. Went, I was uh, Tuesday. I went over. I was at the shop. Nice. We're having a couple pre-games. And uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. Excellent. Go team, sir. Cheers. Where's your beard? What's that? Where's your beard? Oh, yeah. I, I shaved it off this morning. Y'all know where Ranch Hand is at? No, I've had their beer, but I have no idea where they're at around here. Nobody knows. Maybe they, should, they didn't show up. Could be possible. <laughs> I don't remember seeing them. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Man, I did a lot of drop. You know, it, it's later on in the, in the festival. People are feeling good. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I haven't noticed any. You know, people acting uh, terribly. I see people like that, like that gentleman stop by and say hi. Just having a good time, man. And there's a there's a, a different vibe to this 
to this beer festival than some of the other ones I've been. Not that the other ones are bad, it's just uh, more laid back. You know? But anyways. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing you at a strong beer and maybe at a, at a brewery near me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know I'm always around. And, you know, if you uh, you hit me up, I'm sure I'll uh, I'll give you a little shout-out wherever I'm at. Yeah, well, I'll, you know, when the summer comes around, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up on Instagram and we'll meet up and have a beer, man. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go, we'll go brewery hopping together. Hell yeah. <laughs> right, where, where we started, right? That's right. Well, thanks for stopping by. I'm going to let you get back and drink some beers. And hey, thank you. Here. Always a pleasure. You too, man. Cheers. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear no matter who you are. The words come, the words from my people's come